0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Let's Talk Podcast. This is your co-host, Kaitlin Williams, and this is episode three of my personal solo podcast mini series. Um, and yeah, just welcome back, everybody. Hope everyone is having an amazing twenty. Or yeah, well, I guess yeah is having an amazing twenty nineteen. They've had an amazing year so far, and they plan on finishing this thing out before twenty twenty starts. I hope everyone is just working towards their dreams, their goals, they're writing down their visions, they're envisioning their success. I just really, really hope all of you are just massively, massively successful, whatever your definition of success is. Um, I really hope you reach it one day, and I absolutely 100% believe that each and every one of you who are listening right now, whether it's just one person or a million in the future, I believe every single last one of you will reach that level of success. It's currently November 21st, 1251 a.m., and I am in the middle of a lot of schoolwork and a lot of business work and just, I mean, honestly, just a lot of stress in general. And I was sitting here just thinking, and then I just had a moment of, I guess you could say, uh, not necessarily enlightenment, but a moment of realization as to my current situation and where I am. Now, I'm not necessarily in a bad spot. I'm not Making this podcast to uh i guess um let you know that I'm struggling or something like that, but or i guess i'm i guess I am struggling in some areas we all are, but I'm not struggling in the sense of you know uh economically, i guess you could say but um I'm sitting here, and I'm very stressed out about school. Like I okay, I have a lot okay, I have a lot of amazing things going on. Uh absolutely, I'm absolutely and truly blessed. I mean, I've accomplished just about every single last one of my yearly goals and we still have just over a month left of twenty nineteen. And I made some pretty ambitious goals. I mean, if I just picked two things off of that New Year's resolution list to do this year, um, I could if I didn't focus on it, I could have easily Only accomplished two things, but I put some pretty ambitious goals on there, and I'm just absolutely, you know, thankful, and I'm. It's given me an extreme boost of confidence just to see how much I could do in one year. But I'm sitting here, and I'm like realizing exactly where I am right now. I'm at a point where I'm running a business that is um, doing very well. In fact, I'm within the next couple months or so, I'll be handling a lot of things, handling a lot more things than I ever thought I would, especially at, at this young of an age, I should say, including um, people, capital, um, responsibilities, all of that. I am a sophomore in college in his first semester, finishing up his first semester. Um, and, you know, just doing all these things and all these things are very, very good, but they're putting a lot of stress on me. You know, I mean, I'm getting very, very little sleep. I am um, staying up, you know, most nights literally throughout the night. Like tonight is going to be a night where I just stay up throughout the night. So who knows? I might make another one of these solo podcasts in a couple hours at, you know, 3 or 4 a.m. after I take a night and that could be my little break, I guess. Um, but I'm sitting here and all these things are going through my head good things but also very like i said very very stressful things at the same time and honestly i couldn't love it more and the reason being is because here's a piece of advice for anyone who is i mean everyone who is currently <sighs> there goes my phone again sorry i just got a text message uh, from my girlfriend telling me good night she's actually just not getting to bed which is strange because she normally goes to bed early but um I'm getting a text me- or <laughs> not text message. Anyone who is currently working on their goals and their dreams can and, and is actually working on their goals and dreams. Like they're in it, they're in the middle of, it, they're in the thick of it. They're just they're in the mud and they're you know trying to just claw their way out. Or whether you're already flying high and you know uh, like whatever it is, wherever you are, um, whether you've reached it, whether you haven't, whether you're in it right now. Only the ones who've really already started this or went through it, can't understand what I'm about to say, which is you really have to become comfortable with fear, um, being uncomfortable, and putting yourself into situations that you are not used to at all. You have to really and truly come to terms with it. You have to actually become somewhat of a psychopath and enjoy it. Like, I have, on almost a subconscious level, have made myself, one, subconsciously, I can never give up on anything that is in front of me. Um, now, my aspirations in life may change as I grow in life and I change and I keep learning and growing and, um my thought process and the way I see things change, you know and uh, going after different ambitions at different levels of life is, you know, normal. Like when I was eight, you know, my ambition was to get a GameCube <laughs> and now, and I mean, and to get a hundred dollars, cause I thought when I was a hundred, when I was eight, a hundred dollars was, I was rich. Now, you know, obviously, uh, <laughs> 12 years later, my ambitions are a lot different and the same as they were last year and five years ago. So ambition, Changing your ambitions isn't giving giving up, but what I mean is, I've subconsciously now, or I've now on a subconscious level, have made it to where I can't give up. I've made it to on on what on what I set my eyes upon in that season of life. I have made it on a subconscious level a priority to always seek discomfort of just always be out of my comfort zone as much as I possibly can. But being out of my comfort zone doing things that either benefit me or are working towards my dreams and goals. Now, you may say those are the same thing and they kind of are, but um things that benefit me are uh, I guess you could say working out, you know, very early in the morning, eating right. Um well, I don't, I never had a problem with eating right, but um changing up diets drastically for you know, a week, month at a time, something like that. And of course, just working on dreams and goals is just currently what I'm doing right now, which is, you know, school and um, after school, (laughs) I'll be probably around 5 a.m. when people are still in bed. I'll start on my business work before I actually have to go to class. But um, so all this to say, um, you really have to be, you have to. You have no choice. You absolutely have to be able to just fall in love with being uncomfortable and fear. You have to become, like I say, you have to become almost psychotic. It sounds weird to say, but you really do have to. And I'm here to tell you that every, like I said, everyone who's actually in it right now can understand what I mean, which is um, you may like fear, you know, where you are, like you may, okay, not like, but let's say you may become content with where you are, meaning, you know, the fear is there, you still fear it. um, But you don't, you don't necessarily um, fear it as much as you did when you first got there, for instance, um, moving out, or turning 18, or going on your first date, or driving for the first time by yourself or something like that um of course when you still drive by yourself um there's still a little bit of fear in you because if there wasn't you would just be going you know 100 miles an hour not worrying about anyone's safety not worry about anyone's life not even yours but um the fear is definitely nowhere even near the time when you first got behind the wheel but the fear is still there if that makes sense now all this to say you may become content with where you are but each stage of life especially when you're working on your dreams and goals each time you level up on your dreams and goals there's another level of fear anxiety worry um yeah, and and there's just and honestly when you get to another when you, every time you get to another level of your goals it seems there's always another opportunity for you so you know i've I've been offered um plenty of things I've been offered a lot of things lately, and all of them have been better opportunities I guess you could say financially than where I am right now with um, my business and I, I don't fully work for myself yet, but that it actually is a goal of mine for 2020 to be able to fully work for myself but and but those opportunities you know you see that they keep getting better and better as you get better and better so what i'm trying to say is basically that you have to fall in love with fear and your anxiety and your worry you just have to fall in love with it because it's never going to go away even when you become massively successful like i said whatever that definition definition is for you whether it's money whether it's family whether it's relationships whether it's uh you becoming a good fighter whether it's you um getting a million subscribers on YouTube whether it's you starting a podcast wh- whatever it is um whatever your definition of success, of success is um you have to be able to not only fall in love with fear and stuff like that but you also have to realize that it's never going away when you become massively successful let's say you, uh f- let's say i mean I want to use money as an example, but let's say family, like when you have the family of your dreams, let's say you have that and that's your, that's your peak of success in your mind. I'm not, I'm not judging anyone. I'm just saying like, let's say that's, that's, that's your definition of success. You just want to have a very nice family one day and be able to be able to provide for them. I mean that you really it's not you're not going to wake up one day and then you know just go off course. And then it might actually be worse cuz you're going to try to maintain that. So whatever level of success you have you're going to not you're going to try to maintain and you're also going to try to go far beyond it even when you get to the point you're trying to get to. And every single person that you may look up to and every single person that you um look like Uh, You know, people that are major figures and people that are, you know, figures that no one knows except for you and, you know, your inner circle, such as, you know, maybe a mom or a dad or a mentor or a family friend or a cousin or a friend or um, a brother, a sister, you know, just uh, a dog. Who who knows? Like, um, I guess not a dog, but most people that you look up to, they've all... I, I, I have to keep... Sometimes it just... Um, it's hard to remind myself of this, but each person that I look up to, every single one has been doubted um most of them in public. they've been called names, they've been told they can never do it. they've been called an idiot. they've been told to stop what they're doing and go the quote unquote safe route, which is the worst route to go. They've been told to give up they've been they've had in And honestly, I forget sometimes that they, um, they actually are human. It's hard to, it's hard to remember that sometimes that the people that we look up to, like I said, whether it's an artist or whoever, they were all human. They all went through the exact same things we are going through. I mean, not necessarily the exact, but they all, they all procrastinated. For example, like you may be like, I can never procrastinate because, You know this person never procrastinated like they just worked and worked and worked and that's not true like we're all human we all feel fear we all feel regret we all fear anxiety we all are somewhat scared of taking next steps whether those whatever those next steps are we all just we all go through things um not collectively but we all go through things and sometimes we forget that the same people that we look up to um are the same people that honestly, uh, have been called and, you know, all this other stuff, the same things that you may be going through right now, such as, I mean, uh, one person who I look up to absolutely the most at the moment, at least, uh, a living figure is Elon Musk. I mean, he, he's absolutely amazing. I mean, he's, he's definitely ignited the uh, little boy in me who has, Uh, who was just in love with space and things like that. I I mean, I had a big space obsession and it kind of went away for a couple of years and then it just came back because, I mean, everything that he's doing is absolutely amazing. Um, You know, trying to get us to Mars and I think he's absolutely going to do it. It's going to be crazy. And, you know, that and Tesla and Solar City, and um, the Boring Company, like just everything he's doing is just absolutely amazing. But if you just go back a couple of years, I mean, even, I mean, it's 2019. If you go back five years ago, maybe six, um, or maybe even now, if you can look up interviews on Elon Musk or, I mean, uh, where they're, I guess they're not interviews cause they're not really interviewing him, but where people are talking about him on, you know, news stations and, uh, podcasts and, you know, just media in general, and they're doubting him and they're calling him on the air. I mean, someone who's actually trying to do some legitimate good for the entire human race, not just, you know, um, a portion of it or just a geographic location. Um, but the entire human race, um, they're telling, they're calling him an idiot. They're saying that he can never do it and all these other things. And it's just insane. And I mean, I saw, I mean, uh, I saw this, I think a year ago now, um, and it absolutely made me cry. It makes me cry every time I watch it. But he uh, said he was asked in an interview. Um, he was he was asked um, how you, how did you feel about? Um, I think it was Buzz Aldrin and um, not Neil Armstrong, I it might have been Neil Armstrong. I'm not sure who it was, but it was definitely like you know two amazing people at NASA. I, sh- I can't I can't believe I don't remember their names. I remember one was Buzz Aldrin, I believe. I believe so. And he was asked, you know, um, I heard he said they don't support or the interviewer said they don't support you. Um, how does that make you feel? And he was starting to get choked up and he's like, yeah, you know, that really that really hurts because like, those guys are heroes of mind. And then he, the interviewer said, were you hoping for them to cheer you on? He said, I would, or were you expecting them to cheer you on? He said, I certainly hope they would. And he said, um, or the interviewer said, um, when, and how does it feel to be, to have stones thrown at you from the very people you look up to? I mean, he didn't say that those exact words, but that's pretty much what he said. And Elon Musk said, he I mean at this point he was tearing up. He was he was literally on the verge of tears. He was, you know, shriveling shriveled lip, red eyes, everything, but he somehow didn't shed a tear and he said, uh, yeah, it, it it's difficult. <laughs> and he said, I wish they would come visit sometime so they can see how hard we're working. And it's absolutely insane because I mean, literally the very people Elon Musk is looking up to, the people who started the space, you know, revolutionary. I guess <laughs> the the human uh, revolutionary journey to space. I guess I don't know what else to call it, really, because uh, we're not really in a space race at the moment. Um, we will be in the next decade or so, but and he, um, so the very people that he's looking up to are the very people who are trying to shoot him down, which is absolutely insane, considering all the good he's done. And I remember another interview where a guy he was in, he was getting interviewed and he said uh, the interviewer said you must take care of your company almost like a baby um, even if it ruins you you have to take care of it and Elon Musk said yeah that's that's what I'm trying to do and this was when he was working his uh, like 110 hour work weeks which is absolutely insane. And, I mean, he just said to the interviewer, he said, can we just take a break for a second? Because he was just tearing up. And, I mean, it makes me tear up too because, you know, the very people you look up to sometimes are the same people that might not even support you. Like the very person that you're working, um, like you're working so hard to please, or I guess not please, but you're working so hard to uh, not even prove yourself. to You're just working so hard to give back. Like, it could be your parents, or it could be someone else, um, or something else, like, or someone who's not even born yet, maybe even your kids, um, like, the very people that you're working so hard to just give them something that they wouldn't be able to have uh, without you working as hard as you did, um, or, or sometimes the same, or or you might just be doing some good, trying to do some good, such as save the human race, um, the very people that you look up to sometimes don't even support you. So Elon Musk is, you know, multi-billionaire. He's running three, uh, I believe two, yeah, he's running two major corporations. I mean, the third one I think he's just a chair, like he's he's on the board, but he's running two major corporations: SpaceX and Tesla. I mean, one revolutionizing cars, and the other revolutionizing uh, space travel, and. Like, you would think that someone who is trying to save the human race, both both on and off the planet, is going to get as much support as possible. But that doesn't seem to be the case. And of course, he's getting a lot of support now, but um, he wasn't for the longest time. So, all this to say, uh, your fear and your anxiety, you have to become best friends with them. And you don't have to like them. Necessarily, I'm not saying that because I never like it. I hate it. But you have to be able to become content with it. You have to be able to say, listen, no matter what season of life I'm in, no matter how old or how young I am, there's always going to be fear. Whether I'm, you know, 14 or I guess, I don't know, 13, about to enter high school, there's a little bit of fear there whether I'm about to graduate high school, there's a little bit of fear there, whether I'm about to go to college, whether I'm about to move out, whether I'm about to get my first real job in the real world, whether I'm going to graduate school, getting married, having kids, uh, retiring, uh, uh, supporting my family, investing for the first time, learning things for the very first time, taking a leap of faith, uploading my very first YouTube video, not knowing what the comments are going to be like, you know, posting a certain picture on Instagram that's out of the norm, just because, like, posting a piece of art, drawing some something you know starting new good habits such as reading and working out you know no matter what it is there's always going to be a level of fear there and there's always going to be something there to just test you to see just how or really to just test your perseverance that's literally just what it's all about there's always going to be something there just to test your perseverance of I mean, I'm going to see if he or she really... I mean, life is going to test you to see if you really want something. Like, I can already tell you now, the more ambitious your goal is, the more life is going to test you to see just how bad you want it. Like, if you say that you want to change the world, I don't know what that means. Like, you got to pick one part to change. You got to pick something to change the world. Socially, economically, whatever. You just can't pick everything. But like, if you want to change the world, life is going to throw everything at you your entire life. I mean, life is going to throw everything at you your entire life, no matter what. But life is going to really test you. If you say that you want to be the first in your family to actually have kids and stay with them with the same person that you had them with, because... Um, you know, the father wasn't there and the grandfather wasn't there and then the great grandfather wasn't there and you don't really have a relationship with any of them. And, you know, like you want to be the first to build a real relationship with family. And, you know, uh, like life is going to test just how bad you want that. So there's always going to be a level of fear. There's always going to be anxiety. And I'm not saying this is be somber. I'm saying this and not even as a warning. I'm just saying it as something that you should absolutely look forward to because as I said, as I said in the beginning, I am sitting here and I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm going to be up all night and not get one single ounce of sleep because I'm working towards my dreams and goals. And if my dreams and goals never come into fruition, if they never even come close to what I believe they will come to, then I will be so happy because I know I will try. I would have tried. And that's all. That's the best we can do. All we can do is try. All we can do is face that demon head on. At each level, there's another demon. I think, uh, I don't know, I think that's from a movie or something. It said, uh, uh, the, the quote is, at every level, there's another devil. So just, you know, remember that. Remember that as you work towards your dreams and goals. And if you haven't started yet, start. Just go. Do what you have to do. Whether it's learning about what you want to do, or whether it's actually starting to do what you want to do. Just do. That's the best thing you can do. Because I'm telling you right now, it is the most fulfilling feeling in the entire world. Especially, I mean, when I look back on this year, I just think, wow. Compared to last year. Last year, I was in a very bad spot. But, I mean this year so many things have happened that are so amazing I I just feel so blessed now I've worked my ass off to get here I didn't just wake up one in the middle of 2019 and was like oh wow all these goals got accomplished by themselves no like I was I started day one <laughs> literally day one towards each one of my goals and I just picked them and I built habits around them and those habits turned into things that subconscious things I didn't even have to think about that I was doing on a daily basis. And before I knew it, I had most of my goals halfway completed, completed, or they were about to be completed in the next week or month. So I'm telling you right now, it is the most amazing thing in the entire world when you can say, you know what? I failed, but I gave it my absolute best. And That's all we can do in life. We can just give it our best. No matter what you are in life, no matter how fearful you are, because honestly, there's a couple things right now that's going on that I'm very fearful of. I could quite possibly not get into the school that I want to get into. Um, business is going well, but you know, I think it's eight out of every ten businesses fail, and then eight out of every ten businesses of those, but eight out eight out of ten of those businesses that succeed in five years fail. So, who knows? I mean, there's nothing there there's nothing I can do I can only control me I can only control what I can control and one thing I can control is my work ethic and one thing I can also control is how much regret I want to have in life and personally I don't know about anyone who's listening right now but I'd like to have the least amount of regret possible (laughs) man it's crazy to think about just who's listening to this right now I don't know could be someone listening to this the next day when it uploads. It's not uploading the 22nd, by the way. I'm going to schedule it to upload probably next week or during the weekend. But Or it could be my own kids or grandkids listening to this um, far into the future. Um, but I'm just letting you know that it's absolutely incredible how much you can do if you just have a vision you have a why, and then you just start. And that's all you need. You don't need validation from anybody to start working on your dreams and goals and start working towards what you want. You don't need validation from me, even though it may seem like sometimes I give you validation. Well, I'd say uh, that's it, everyone. Uh, These are kind of getting a little bit longer, these solo podcasts. i didn't even realize that i almost took a 30 minute break talking but it was needed i told you i would uh keep doing these solo podcasts so we got back um on our regular schedule program (laughs) which again i have no idea what will be i've been doing these almost back to back the last couple days but i really thank you all for listening i thank you all so much for being a part of this podcast thank you also being a part of this journey for spending um time out of your day, evening, night, whatever it may be, um, existence, just, you know, being on this journey with me, following my life, I mean, you're following my voice right now, um, I hope I can get video to you very soon, but I just thank you so, so much for just listening to what I have to say, it's absolutely incredible, it's very humbling, and, uh, yeah, just thank you very much, I hope each and every one of you has an amazing year, Has an amazing 2020 when it comes soon. Has an amazing decade. Hope all of you are setting goals that you plan on reaching, not you're just setting them just to say them. And I hope each and every one of you looks back on your life when you're 60, 70, 80, 120, and you can just say, wow, I actually have no regrets because I did what I wanted to do. I died on my sword. And you can leave that in your heart. Thank you all for listening. This has been your co-host, Williams. Goodbye.